Welcome to the DC Drop, where we talk all the news from this week in DC movies, TV, and comics. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. And starting things off, we have got the official trailer number two for Shazam. You can watch it right now on YouTube. I've seen it quite a few times. I'm sure you've watched it at least once, Tom. Um, but there's a there's a good amount of new footage in this, but uh, mostly overall kind of just like context to some of the other footage we've seen already. I feel like we've got a lot of like with we've seen some stuff with the bus. We've seen some stuff at the uh, the in and out shop, whatever. But we get some more context and there's a, a big focus on humor in this trailer which we've seen before but i i really like this uh what'd you think of it yeah this isn't a criticism of wb's marketing because i think they have a great track record but this has got to be about assuming i'm sure we'll get more tv spots and more footage here and there and clips will start coming up with talk shows and everything like that but this is probably as little as we have seen from a dc superhero movie in a long time going into the film we're less than a month away now and this is just the trailer too. And this has a lot of footage we've seen before. So that's not a criticism, um, but it's surprising how little they've shown. I know marketing is changing the way they market these movies, but that's surprising. But yeah, I like everything that I have seen from this film and this continues that. So it looks good. It looks fun. It looks like the new 52 Shazam. Yeah, lots of fun moments, uh, particularly him throwing Batman, um, him stopping yes. the bus, jumping into the building, that kind of stuff. Those were Those were great. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Lots of, you know, it's definitely going to have a lot of references to the greater DC world in fun ways and lots of ways like that. Just like trying to leap a tall building in a single bound uh, and then smashing into the building. <laughs> looks like lots of fun, lots of fun stuff. Freddie Freeman looks like he's going to be the best part of the film. I still think uh, everything looks looks really good there. Uh, another interesting part is we get to see Dr. Savannah's powers. Um so we see him using, you know, electricity coming out of his fingers. We see him. It looks like he is flying to push uh, Captain Marvel around. And so I, it looks like he's got the ability to fly as well. So definitely confirmed that he's got powers. Yeah, definitely. He's got to be pretty powerful to hang on to take off with Shazam. And yeah, I think it, it hints to a little bit of what Savannah's story might be, including, you know, he realizes that Billy has been chosen as champion, asks how old he is, things like that, Yeah, uh, and, which allows for more humor. But yeah, this looks like it's fun, and there's going to have a lot of family stuff in there, a lot of family heart into it. Yeah, and then I know you and me were pretty pleased to to hear that Eminem song throughout the whole second half of the trailer. That's always cool. <laughs> yeah, Eminem's good. I think it's a, I like to think of it as a big meta joke on the Shazam Captain Marvel name. Yeah, like, yeah, my name is so uh, pointing that out that he doesn't really have a name. There's a little weird history with his name, but yeah, Eminem's good. So hearing that is always good. Yeah, and then just a, a warning: if you want to go in as fresh as possible, social media reactions are out now. So people are talking about if they they like it or not. So just if you want to go in fresh, keep an eye out for that. We will we will try to stay as completely spoiler free as possible. Yeah, written, which means reviews are probably not far behind. But yeah, as always, we will steer clear of that in terms of even giving people's impressions of the movie so you don't have to have thoughts of other people's visions of it in your head if you don't want to yep uh and then next up idris elba is in talks to replace will smith as deadshot in the suicide squad according to the hollywood reporter so we the last time we were here together as a big family we were talking about the fact that will smith was out and uh should they recast him should they not i think we both leaned towards maybe not recasting him but i gotta say recasting with Idris Elba that might work that I think if you're going to replace Will Smith with somebody I I'm a big fan of Idris Elba and everything I've seen him in so I think he is he's pretty gruff and pretty tough and I think he would make a good 
Deadshot, what do you what do you think? I think James Gunn James Gunn either doesn't listen to our show or he just <laughs> does not care what we yeah. have to say. Um, yeah, we both were thinking choose a different character. So I think Idris Elba is great. I don't have anything bad to say about him. I would be excited if him playing just about any character in the Suicide Squad, and I think he'll make a great Deadshot. I do wish it was a different character. I'd yeah. be much more excited if he was playing a different character, whoever that may be, Bronze Tiger or whoever. I think you could rework that pretty easily. As big of a deal as Deadshot is with the Suicide Squad, he's probably my preferred leader. Uh, I think it would have been better for me if they had had him play a different character and then the opportunity was there for Will Smith to return down the line. So now, instead of adding Idris Elba to the franchise, you're trading him for Will Smith. And I, I want both of them in, in there somewhere. Uh, maybe that's a little bit of a big deal. Maybe that's asking for too much, but I, I don't, I'm not a fan of recastings unless you absolutely have to, you know, if you decide Ben Affleck is not going to be your long-term Batman, then you have to recast that. I get that. This seems like Will Smith, you know, his scheduling is not going to quite work out. Let's make a change. I'm a little disappointed from that aspect, but I think elbow will be a really good dead shot. Yeah. I think I, I agree with everything you said. It, it does kind of stink because this, closes down any opportunity of will smith coming back as deadshot which was something we were both hoping for in the future but uh idris elba i'm sure will will give it a good try and uh the, the article also says that elba uh, was director james gunn only choice to replace smith so they either have to get him so maybe if they don't get him then they aren't going to have deadshot if that really is his only choice if he's going to be firm on that right so that means gunn obviously really wants to use deadshot so i don't know if he has a really important part in the film or if he just didn't want to rewrite it to to if there's some obviously he has an important part in the in the film but if there's something specific to deadshot that you can maybe put one of the other suicide squad members in there in his place i don't know if it, he revolves around the story that much that you wouldn't want to rewrite the script in that way uh, the article also had some some details about the actual story and process and everything it said that james gunn has already turned in multiple drafts and that the studio is high on the script which is Good to hear. I'm glad they like the script, and hopefully it's good. <laughs> they wouldn't put it out there if they said, right. we hate the script. We, the script sucks, but we want to start filming anyway. Right. Uh, but then it's expected to be mostly new characters, except Deadshot, Harley Quinn, and possibly Rick Flagg coming back. Yeah, the Hollywood Reporter article wasn't really sure if Rick Flagg will be in it or not, and if it if he is, if Joel Kinnaman will return or not. So that's uh, that's up in the air, but yeah, I don't. I still hope Amanda Waller, Viola Davis as Amanda Waller returns. Yeah. But other than that, I'm okay with with all the different additions. Uh, so looking back, what will you what will you remember Will Smith as Deadshot? What what will you remember of the Will Smith as Deadshot era? I think for me, Will Smith, obviously he is he's a really good actor, and I think he does a fantastic job of balancing humor and kind of the bravado with like the darker backstory. And I think he did a really really good job with that character, and he kind of brought some depth to a pretty like ridiculous goofy um team of characters and um kind of goofy script and everything so i i hope that they're able to keep that i think idris elba is capable of doing that as you know that's what actors are supposed to do they're supposed to be good at that but i think i like i said i think will smith did a really good job of injecting some kind of dark heavy um heartstring pulling kind of stuff into a pretty uh, otherwise goofy cast of characters yeah, I agree there. And I've seen some complaints that Will Smith is just playing Will Smith. I don't, I don't, I never really saw that as an issue. I mean, I recognize him as Will Smith, yes, but I thought he, he brought what was needed for the character with that, that seriousness while also 
uh, that Will Smith charm that he has. So I thought he brought all that to the character. And I, I will miss him. Uh, I've been a long time fan of Will Smith, so it, it does stink that he's gone. Uh, I'll remember the, the alleyway fight with Batman. Yeah. Um, that, that was a really cool scene. Things like that. Um, jumping on top of the car, shooting stuff. I mean, being dead shot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But this also says like a bigger thing. If you're not Jason Momoa, Gal Gadot, or Margot Robbie, there's no guarantee you'll be back, even if your character is back going forward. Right. So dis- so disappointing for me, but I am excited to see Idris Elba. Uh, speaking of those potential new characters in the Suicide Squad, Collider had an article, and they stressed that all this could change, but some of the names they're hearing for characters who could appear. And it looks like not a ton of big names. There's Ratcatcher, King Shark, who's pretty well known, but Polka Dot Man, Peacemaker, who could possibly be played by Dave Batista. Um, not huge names from DC's villain gallery here, but I guess that gives them a lot of people who can Slipknot style be uh, taken care of if they step out of line. Yeah, there's there is that thing the that it would inject some uncertainty into which of these characters could make it out alive or not when they're not that big of characters. But I'm I'm fine, totally fine, bringing in characters that nobody really knows into it because that's what suicide squad is for you you have a couple big characters and then you have a a kind of rotating cast of lower characters that nobody really knows and you get to go on big wacky adventures with them so i'm i'm perfectly fine with that yeah i'd like to see one or two big names join especially if you know captain boomerang and some other ones aren't back and those could still come down the line but i i I, obviously james gunn probably picked these because he has a an idea of what he wants to do with them so He's obviously has a good reason for choosing them. I don't, I don't have any complaints about them. I think they will fit well within the Suicide Squad. On to some Aquaman and the Trench stuff. Producer Peter Safran talked with Hollywood Reporter about that and how that the Trench came about. He said they liked the idea of the Trench early in Aquaman development, and then it was received well in the film, so they thought they would go ahead with that. And it also that it will likely come out significantly before Aquaman 2, and that Arthur and Mira will not appear in the trench film. Yeah. So if, if there's going to be no Arthur or Mira, which is, is understandable. This makes sense for this kind of film. Do you think they should, do you think they should make any mention of like what time period this, this story is taking place that it's taking place way longer before Arthur and Mira or after, or just not even address that or address any of the other characters? Like how, how would you like them to handle that or not handle it? I mean, it really doesn't matter. I would just yeah. assume it would be present day, but it's not like we got to know any of the trench in Aquaman. So it's not like I have any personal connection with any of the members of the trench or care about their backstory for any reason. They're just kind of mindless monsters who want to eat everything. Right. So that doesn't matter much to me, but I would assume it would be taking place in the present day. So between Aquaman and Aquaman 2, if it comes out far before, I'm still hoping they, you know, I'm not huge on the idea of the trench just because there's other other things i would like to see done but i'm hoping they bring in something cool whoever is fighting the trench something cool uh from dc even if it's a weird team like the challengers of the unknown or the sea devils i would like to see something like that the sea devils were like a group of undersea adventurers mostly they did weird stuff like that in the 60s i think they would be a good fit uh, and that would at least give me some some dc stuff to sink my teeth into other than the trench and as much as I like that idea, I, I'm not holding my breath for that. I think it'll it'll probably just be like 
a group of normal humans being killed by trench monsters and trying to fight them off. That would be my guess as to what we'll see. I really hope. I mean, I think it's got to be somebody from DC. Yeah. You would think. And in just a bit of Warner Brothers news, WB CEO Kevin Sujihara is under investigation. The Hollywood Reporter had this big, long, multi-year report on some inappropriate behavior, potentially with an actress and getting an actress auditions, and it involves Brett Ratner and Rat Pack and things like that. Uh, it's a really long article if you want to look into it on The Hollywood Reporter. Uh, all we have to say from it is that he's under investigation, and if it comes back that there's evidence of some wrongdoing or anything like that, then that could potentially mean more changes with Warner Brothers executives. Yeah, not a ton of concrete details to go on yet, but things don't look very good, and Seems like some shady stuff went on. And so hopefully if they find out and prove that there was, you know, bad stuff going on, then everybody who needs to to be punished or, um, you know, <laughs> removed from their posts, um, hopefully that happens and everything's taken care of. Yeah. Yeah. Don't really have anything else to add to that until unless or until some official news about it comes out. Yeah. On to TV. The biggest news from this week is that Stephen Amell announced that season eight of Arrow will be the final season. It's going to be 10 episodes that will air in the fall of 2019. That means we're nine months away, probably, more or less, from the very end of Arrow. And we'll end around 170 total episodes. Yeah, that's a kind of shocking. I don't think I was going to, probably wouldn't have guessed that that's how we would find out or when it was going to end. But um, it has had a pretty, pretty long run. Um, and it is always kind of nice to know to know ahead of time when it's ending and how much time there is so that hopefully they it gives them time to to tell a good story and to wrap it up the way that they they want to wrap it um and not just get canceled in between seasons and i i don't think cw doesn't really do that but um yeah i'm glad that they they have some time to prepare prepare for that yeah this doesn't seem like a cancellation at all arrow's done really well this year in the ratings and on facebook Stephen amell talked about it and he he said he spoke with greg berlanti towards the end of season six in terms of moving on you know he's kind of ready to move on and maybe do other stuff uh he doesn't say he will never come back to the role or anything like that but he, it sounds like he's ready to move on and he's done a lot um heck of a run for yeah. arrow um kind of picked up the ball from smallville and then launched this universe this big Arrowverse uh, with several shows involved there so uh, we'll be will be missed by many um and that just leads to i wonder the specifics of how this is going to end normally the crossover is episode eight or nine and they chose 10 probably for a specific reason does that mean 10 could be crisis on infinite earths and that's the end or will there be episodes after crisis on infinite earths um and there's obviously going to be plenty of speculation after elseworlds that crisis will be the end of oliver queen yeah i mean i think this is the perfect opportunity to end it with crisis on infinite earths do something completely earth shattering multiple earths shatterings and you know if you're if you're ending the show you might as well go out in a big huge way that has like ramifications across the whole universe that you set up with your show so i hope they do something big and crazy and, and end it with crisis yeah i i think there's a good chance that happens but i wonder with all the flash forwards they've been showing this season i wonder if maybe oliver does sacrifice himself in crisis but then similar to the comics the comics he didn't have the death like barry allen it wasn't as big of a deal like in crisis but he still died and later come back i wonder if maybe crisis is episode nine episode 10 is set in that future 
2040, whatever, and there's actually the return of Oliver Queen. I think that would be a really cool way to do it. I'm not expecting that, but I think that would be a cool way to handle it. Yeah. So I, I wonder if any characters could show up or appear anywhere. Uh, nobody really jumps out to me because we've seen, you know, you look at the main cast, we've told almost complete stories of them. So I wouldn't be opposed to them popping up anywhere else, but I don't think anybody really jumps out as a natural fit to move over to a different show. Yeah. Like you said, there's, they've wrapped up the stories and mostly a good way with, with everybody. So it's not like, I think normally the suggestion suggestion is like, send them over to legends when they're not on another show, but I don't, I don't know which one of these characters would be a good fit there. Yeah. I wouldn't, I'm not opposed to them showing up anywhere else, but nobody, I think we've got complete stories for most of them. So I'm glad Arrow does get to end on its terms and have a planned finish now. You know, be able to plan it out almost a year in advance. Um, and so speaking of Arrow, Ernie Hudson, who you might know from Ghostbusters, is going to guest star on the TV show. He's going to appear in season seven, episode 19. Um, and if you, if you don't know him from Ghostbusters, you might know him. He voiced Cyborg <laughs> in the 1985 season of Super Friends and Lucius Fox in Batman Bad Blood. But you probably know him from Ghostbusters. <laughs> Yeah, not as not as well known in those roles, but I thought that was pretty cool that he he does have that history dating back to the 1985 as Cyborg. That's pretty funny, but yeah, really cool actor. Cool to see him join this universe. And then the CW has also announced season finale dates for their DC shows. So Monday, March 18th is going to be when Black Lightning ends. Arrow Monday, May 13th. The Flash on Tuesday, May 14th. Supergirl Sunday, May 19th, and then legends of tomorrow on monday may 20th yeah so black lightning's almost done and then legends will return and none of these shows are going to go into june like what happened last year so be a more normal year i suppose yeah a more normal year and most of them um albeit black lightning are ending really close together and a cool bit of casting on dc universe adrian barbeau has joined the cast of swamp thing she has done a bunch of things, but she played Alice Cable in the 1982 Swamp Thing film. One of the lead roles. It's kind of a hybrid character, kind of Abby Arcane, uh, but the Cable comes from the Matt Cable, who is a character. So it's kind of an original character she played, but similar to an Abby Arcane type. Uh, doesn't say who she's going to play or anything like that, but I think that's really cool to see her brought back for Swamp Thing. Yeah, it's always really cool when they bring in somebody who has a, a connection in the past to the source material material or some adaptation of it that you are working on now so it's cool that they're bringing her all right that's all we have for now thanks for listening and we'll be back soon